It's Friday, December 9th, 2022, and welcome to episode 31 of the Alameda Postcast, an audio service of the Alameda Post. I'm your host, Scott Peeler. In this edition of the Postcast, security concerns at both Island High Schools, the City Council formally appoints Jennifer Ott as City Manager, the Battle of Barnhill isn't over yet, Alameda Civic Ballet returned to the stage, shop local on Saturdays with free parking, work begins in earnest on Ensenal, and weekend events as the holiday season hits high gear. These stories and more on this episode of the Alameda Postcast. Our top story, tensions remained high at Alameda High School on Thursday afternoon as the school was locked down briefly after another intruder was reported on campus around 3 p.m. At 3.20 p.m., the school sent parents a text message that stated, quote, AHS currently sheltering in place due to possible intruder on campus. Police believe there is not an active threat but are keeping shelter in place while they search the campus. All students, staff are safe. Families, please avoid campus until students are released, end quote. Shortly after that message was sent, at about 3.25 p.m., the all-clear was given for the school to be reopened. Lieutenant Alan Kubayama with the Alameda Police Department confirmed the intrusion when contacted by the Alameda Post. AHS reported an unknown person on campus. One of the responding officers saw a person matching the description walking away from the school as he approached. The AUSD posted another statement from Superintendent Pascal Scuderi online at 5 p.m. confirming the incident and calling it a false alarm. Quote, AHS staff put the school in a shelter in place at around 3 p.m. due to a report of a possible intruder on campus. The Alameda Police Department was called and they came to help investigate. The police arrived and conducted an investigation which included a sweep of AHS facilities and determined that there was not an intruder on campus nor was there any threat. All students and staff were safe throughout this incident. While we are relieved that this was a false alarm, we know that many of you may feel unsettled by recent events. End quote. The timing of this latest event at Alameda High is extremely inopportune for the Alameda Unified School District. Thursday's lockdown follows reports of hate speech at AHS last week, a lockdown at Ensenal High School on Monday, and two intruders at AHS on Tuesday. As the Post reported Wednesday, a student in the senior class said, quote, I feel unsafe and nervous on campus with the knowledge that anyone can walk onto AHS, end quote. Late in the evening yesterday, Wednesday, a letter from Superintendent Scuderi was posted to social media regarding the Tuesday incidents. Scuderi sought to reassure parents, students, and families that the second intruder at AHS on Tuesday, who physically assaulted a female student by touching her face, had been arrested by the Alameda Police Department. Scuderi explained that Alameda High School was not locked down for either Tuesday incident because, quote, in the first case, Principal Ithaburn had successfully engaged the man and brought him into his office where he did not pose a threat to the school. Rather than raise anxieties across the campus, he decided to quietly work with APD and the fire department's care unit to get this troubled young man the help he clearly needed. In the second incident, the teacher had chased the man out of the building before the campus could be locked down. Once he was off campus, headed away from AHS and police had been called, AHS determined that he did not pose a continuing threat and let the school continue its operations as usual. End quote. The superintendent also explained that the incident on Monday at Ensenal High School was caused by a misidentified water bottle being concealed by a student for a water fight. The Alameda Post also spoke with AUSD Board of Trustees President Jennifer Williams. She agreed that up to this point, AUSD campuses have enjoyed a very open level of access, but after the events of this week, that could be subject to change. She stated that the district would reevaluate security policies, including further restricting access to school campuses and hiring additional security staff. This is an ongoing story. 
Find the latest developments at alamedapost.com news. The City Council met Tuesday. Much of the agenda concerned fairly basic business, or as Robert's Rules of Order calls it, consent calendar items. The item atop the agenda? The official appointing of Jennifer Ott as Alameda City Manager. As we noted last week, from 2005 to 2018, Ms. Ott worked for the city in multiple roles. Since 2018, she has worked for the City of Hayward, where she serves as Assistant City Manager and Development Services Director. Ms. Ott will assume her duties as Alameda City Manager on January 3rd. As always, look for Ken Durr's complete coverage of the Council's activities at alamedapost.com news. Since as far back as Episode 2 of the Postcast, we've been following the story of Alameda's fabled Barnhill Marina and its collection of floating homes. Barnhill changed hands in late 2021, and residents were facing substantial rent increases from the new owners. In April, the matter came before the Alameda City Council, which voted unanimously to extend the city's rent stabilization law to the floating community. In September, Governor Newsom approved a law that will protect 477 floating homeowners across the Bay Area from sharp increases in the rents they pay. Now, the marina owners have challenged the city's rent ordinance in federal court, leading to continuing tension between the Alameda Floating Home Association and the marina's owners. Rachel Swan of the San Francisco Chronicle has done an excellent job presenting all sides of this very involved story. You can find her report at alamedapost.com external. This past weekend, a beloved holiday tradition returned to the stage. For the first time in three years, the Alameda Civic Ballet presented The Nutcracker at the Castro Valley Center for the Arts. After two years of performing from their homes via Zoom, the dancers welcomed the chance to perform two sold-out shows. Our own Karen Jensen caught up with ACB and discussed this year's production, as well as what the future holds for the ballet. Find her article at alamedapost.com features. One of the best ways to shop for the holidays is to shop local. And the city of Alameda has made that a little bit easier. On Saturdays through New Year's Day, parking is free at the Civic Center Parking Garage at 1416 Oak Street near Central Avenue and the West End Parking Lot at 713 Santa Clara Avenue near Webster Street. Our own Rusty Blazenhoff got into the holiday spirit thanks to the folks at Mastic Senior Center. Rusty got on board for the annual San Francisco Holiday Lights Tour this week. Check out the pictures and what it's like to be the baby on the bus at alamedapost.com features. Speaking of holiday lights, despite the rain and cold, the lighted yacht parade was this past Saturday. Yours truly was there. Our family enjoyed the display, even if our dog was not thrilled with the weather. Ken Durr and Liz Barrett were also there. Find their article and some great pictures at alamedapost.com features. Look closely, since one of those pictures is credited to my beloved wife. Of course, the holidays don't always mean happiness. One of the toughest holidays to face is the first Christmas after a divorce. That's the predicament facing reader Home for the Holidays in this week's installment of our Ask Alina column. Licensed marriage and family therapist Alina Bao offers advice on how to work through this most difficult of times. Again, alamedapost.com features. Work has begun in earnest on the Ensenal Avenue improvements. The first step, electrical work at the intersection of Ensenal and Grand Street. You'll see lots of cones and workers at all corners of the intersection. Additionally, numerous construction vehicles have made for reduced visibility. The intersection is well-traveled by students from Franklin Elementary and nearby Will C. Wood Middle School, so please stay alert and watch your speed as you travel through this busy intersection. Now let's take a look at some highlights from alamedapost.com events. Alterina Playhouse has two shows on tap. 
First up, Variety Show with Altarina audience favorites Margaret Benton and Julie Etzel together for an incredible evening of song, dressing room humor, and charismatic mayhem. Join them as they share their extraordinary talents and a peek inside their longtime friendship. Show runs the next two weekends. This Thursday, December 15th, beloved actor playwright Brian Copeland recounts two memorable weeks in his youth when he took to the mean streets of Oakland to buy his mom the perfect Christmas gift. The Jewelry Box follows six-year-old Brian's adventures as he scours the help-wanted ads, applies for jobs, and collects bottles, inching his way toward the coveted present, a jewelry box at Hegenberger Whitefront Store. The Jewelry Box is a heartwarming prequel to Brian's hit show, Not a Genuine Black Man. Again, one night only, this coming Thursday at Altarina. This weekend and next, the Food Bank Players present A Christmas Carol, Friday night and Saturday afternoons at First Congregational Church for indoor performances, Sunday afternoons at the Healing Garden on Webster for outdoor shows. All proceeds benefit the Alameda Food Bank. Plenty going on at the Frank Bett Center on Lincoln. In addition to holidays at the Frank Bett Center featuring unique artisanal gifts, there's also two exhibits, Rediscover and Wild and Whimsical. If you were planning on attending the Alameda Point Antiques Fair on Sunday, unsettled weather has again forced a cancellation. The fair will return on New Year's Day. Still, you can check out the Spirits Alley Makers Market and Bar Hop Sunday from noon to 5 at Building 43 Winery, Faction Brewing, Dash Cellars, and Urban Legend. Shop local Bay Area artists, makers, and vintage curators, free to attend. Also on Sunday, shop the Phoenix Market at 2315 Lincoln for handmade crafts and baked goods. Details for all these events at alamedapost.com slash events. Looking for the gift that keeps on giving? Why not support the Alameda Post? Now through the end of the year, your donation can be doubled. You can donate to the great cause of nonprofit news for Alameda, feel even better because your donation goes twice as far, and score some great Alameda Post swag to keep for yourself or give as a gift. Details at alamedapost.com slash memberships. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Find the postcast wherever you get your podcast, or simply tell your smart device to play the Alameda Postcast podcast. I'm Scott Peeler. I'll be back next Friday with episode 32 of the Alameda Postcast.